You're listening to the DFS On Deck Podcast, brought to you by LineStar, the top-rated DFS tool set and number one companion for DraftKings, FanDuel, and Yahoo Daily Fantasy. Go LineStar Premium now at LineStarApp.com. Now, here are your hosts, fantasy baseball experts, Joe Pizzapia and Chris Meany. Hey, yo, what's up, everybody? It's me, Joey P, Joe Pizzapia, and welcome to On Deck right here on the Line Star app. It is me. It is Chris Meany. Happy weekend, everyone. Happy Father's Day weekend to yes. all the dads out there. That's including right. yourself. Including myself, yes. Happy Father's Day to me. Hopefully, there'll be lots of grilling and lots of uh, beer and whiskey and relaxation and all those daddies get some uh, DFS winnings as well. So let's try to win everybody a little uh, a little side cash for dad. So the dad can take care of himself a little bit and get himself something nice. Right, Chris? Yeah, that's right. I'm all about it, man. It sounds like a fantastic Sunday. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it works for me, baby. That's that's what it's all about. And uh, it is, it, you know, Father's Day. I definitely, you know, it's baseball and dads, you know, always do kind of go together. I'm sorry. They just kind of do. I remember as a kid, my dad would come home from work and we had a, a ball field about three blocks from our house in Brooklyn. We actually had grass in Brooklyn, right where oh, I live. That's crazy. And uh, he would come, we would go and we'd play catch out there. And uh, especially on like a Friday night or something like that after dinner. And then we come back and I would watch the Mets. And that was like, that was everything. Like that was your happy kid, your happy eight year old kid and uh having a catch with dad and that's what it's all about and i still cry every time i see field of dreams and he asked him to have a catch every time oh man what a touching movie it really is one of the best it is. out there i don't yeah, even have did. to see the movie what's going on like if i catch that part just uh, i'll I start to cry i just yeah. I'm, I'm, i don't care i'm a man i'll, I'll say it yeah I'm not it's afraid. all right you're not, not, afraid. not afraid no you shouldn't be afraid afraid, I'm not oh. afraid of emotions <laughs> all right so that's right so it's time to get into it and figure out how we're going to break down these slates so let's start with saturday and let's start with charlie morton who is oh i don't know just eight no already with a 210 era uh he'll be taking on the angels and they'll be in um uh tampa so obviously chris morton's been lights out you got him you got strasburg they'll be very chalky along with sale in terms of cash games it's funny to look at sales record at two and seven and realize how good he's pitched lately but, you know, when you're playing on this day slate and you have all that chalk, you then have Madison Bumgarner at home against Milwaukee. And I feel like he's an intriguing kind of fade away from these top guys on that because Bumgarner at home, it's been good. The Brewers outside of Milwaukee, not quite the same offense. And Nelson on his second start back, I still don't expect him to go very far. So what's your take on this? Do you think that you're going to pay all the way up for the very top or do you think hey, maybe it's worth kind of going down to a bum garner and kind of trying to get a little bit more, say, of the Red Sox offense or, uh, you know, maybe get a piece of uh, maybe get a piece of the Nationals against uh, Taylor Clark or something like that. Yeah, it's it's pretty interesting. I mean, sale is sales. Obviously, I mean, he's the chalk. He's the guy that you want to play in cash. But, you know, you're not going to be able to get after the Boston bats if you do that. And same with Washington. So I will pivot a little bit. I'm interested in Valdez, you know, from Houston against the Jays. I was very impressed with his first start of the season. He went seven scoreless or actually gave up the one run against Baltimore, but he had 7K through seven. I mean, it's a weak lineup against the Jays. So I think that's where you can maybe get some cash relief. I don't know if you're going to want to do it in Fandle as your one pitcher, but maybe like a a sale in Valdez or a, a, a straw or a Morton. I'd rather Morton than Strasburg morton valdez you can go that route um 
and maybe even Jimmy. Like I know he's probably it's just the same the Zach Davies effect. It's just kind of chasing for a win, a cheap win. Uh, even though it is against Madison Bumgarner, I'd kind of rather go that way with Jimmy Nelson. But even still, like I don't expect much out of him in start number two, Joe, like you just said. No, I don't either. I think Nelson, I still have hope that he can be useful this year. Just not yet. I'm just not there with him yet. I think it's going to take a little bit uh, of time for him to build up again and feel comfortable. I mean, didn't that spring training, obviously he's working through an injury. So I think that's a lot to ask. And I think Bumgarner is in the spot right now where he's trying to play his way out of San Francisco. I think that's going to happen sooner than later. So this is yet another audition and another opportunity for him. And I think, um, you know, that'll all work out fine. So um, then he got sale, of course, against Baltimore, which is obviously a, a very favorable matchup there. A ton of strikeout potential is taken on Dylan Bundy. So, you know, there, there's no wrong here. You could certainly play sale in cash and sale in tournaments. I think either way it works out. Uh, it's all going to come down to pricing. It's all going to come down to, like we always say, <clears throat> you know, this always looser uh, pricing over on the FanDuel for offense to accommodate them. Uh, and uh, for you, how do you take these guys when you have sale when you have strasburg with the national league start and then you have morton also in the american league but at home how do you kind of disseminate between these three top cash game pitchers today well i just i, I want sale because i think that's it's just the, t- the easiest matchup on the board like we talked before about the angels not striking out you know morton is morton is still a good play but this is a team that has the lowest strikeout rate in baseball, and they're making some contact. Otani's playing, you know, much better. The lineup is is decent there, and and Arizona's been swinging a hot bat too over the past week. I feel like, the, you know, for from a betting standpoint, they've been underrated. They're road dogs again in, in this matchup, and and their bats have been underpriced and, and you know underowned in tournaments. And I think they're sneaky. You know, I'm not completely sold on Strasburg. So for me, it's Sale. I would go Sale, Morton, Strasburg. That's how I would rank them. But again, like. If you really want Boston bats, and I think you do on a day like this, or Washington bats against Clark, but you know more so Boston, and they're just so expensive. I, I again go to Valdez. Like if you go Sale and Valdez, I can't imagine the the price being all that high for him against the Jays, the worst average in baseball, top seven strikeout rate. Valdez checks in with a sixty percent ground ball rate, which is yep. exactly what you want to. So uh, I, I think you can you know mix and match with you know some of the top guys and get him in there and still be able to maybe get some Boston bats in your lineup. All right, now you got the uh, Indians and Tigers at six. You got the Marlins and Pirates also at six o'clock. Pablo Lopez in that one. Shane Bieber, who I really like tonight yes. uh, again because it's six o'clock start. Just check and make sure how that all works out depending on what site you're playing in. Uh, and then you've got Mike Miner. On the road in Cincinnati, who has been very good this year. ERA sit at 252 uh, against the Reds offense that's been struggling. And I actually think, you know, Miners pitched so well this year, just overall. I mean, he's had one or two hiccups, but for the most part, he's been very good. I feel very comfortable with him on the road, even though it's in Cincinnati, because Arlington is no picnic either, and he's been good there. So I'm not concerned at all. And I think, considering, you know, the left handed bats that have struggled, like Votto, like Winker. I mean, even right-handed bats like Puig and Suarez, who we talked about yeah. yesterday, which waiting for them, waiting, waiting for them to get on a streak. And it just, they have these little blips, but it never continues. I really like Mike Miner tonight in the, uh, in the evening slate. Yeah, it's amazing with the Reds, this offense. We've been right waiting. You're right. We just keep saying it. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. Maybe it's not going to happen because if you just look at the standings and run differential, I mean, the Reds have allowed the fewest runs in the National League, the fewest, and they just haven't scored any. Like Pittsburgh separated by a game and a half and go look at their run differential. It's like negative 80 something because at least they score some runs, but they can't allow, they like they allow a ton. But with Cincy, I mean, it's only like plus 30 in 
they just can't score. And they've been worse against lefties. Like it's just waiting for these guys to come around and it's just doesn't seem to be happening. So the strikeout rate um, is in the middle of the pack against lefties, but even still, you're right. Mike Miner's been good. I think it's a sneaky little tournament option as well. And then our boy Jake Odorizzi is on the Hill again, who's I think is a safer cash option. So I think minor in tournaments well, and Jake Odorizzi in, in cash is that's kind of where I lean looking at this. League. Well, look, Odorizzi, I think is going to be super high owned and he should be. You know, yeah. I think he absolutely should be. Odorizzi's been terrific. Uh, Montas is certainly going to be another guy people are on on Saturday night, and that's fair. That makes sense. But again, watch the cost on that because mm-hmm. you got to oh, make sure that. It, yeah, it's going to be high, but, you know, just make sure it's something that you can return the investment. And then we got Marquez in Colorado. Now, that's something we went to the well, I believe it was last Friday and worked out pretty darn well. And that's something we took to the bank. And I'm willing to do it again against San Diego because. Me too. Again, Marquez is a strikeout pitcher. Padres is a strikeout offense. I, I think this one plays also. People sometimes afraid to start Marquez there. I'm not, as long as you're picking and choosing when you're going to take that shot with him. Yeah, that's why I was saying Odorizzi in cash, because he's going to be chucking. The Twins are getting to the point now where you can really only play him in cash, and you got to fade him in tournaments because they've just been so chalky. And, you know, we talk about, you know, not getting too cute, but you can't have full exposure to, to the Twins. You have to just fade them in, in a couple spots and hope that, you know, things actually don't work out with their offense. And in terms of pitching, I mean, this is a great tournament option for sure. I love it. The Padres have the highest strikeout rate in baseball and they strike even more against righties. So I, I love this. Uh, I love the Marquez call and, and he, people won't think about him because he's had a bad couple starts in a row now. And we know, we all know about the splits. The fantasy community is really, I feel like roots for Marquez to suck on at home. And I, it bugs me. Like every time he has a bad start, it's like, oh, well, well you see, had fun with Marquez in your lineup you. this week. Yeah. It's like, I come know, on. Like he, it, it, it's tough to pitch there, but he has the upside and he has a high ceiling in terms of his strikeouts where he can rack up seven to nine in this outing alone. Um, and, you know, that'll that'll do you. You'll be fine. With yeah. That. Hey, look, Odorizzi is easy chalk and I think it's right. I'm not trying to get fancy tonight, but. You know, when you're looking for maybe a secondary pitcher, I think Marquez will fall into that line potentially. Uh, I think Syndergaard is a fade, uh, even though he's at home Agreed. against the Cardinals. Agreed. Um, not going there. I think it's a giant trap. Same thing with Nola against the Braves on the road. Don't like yeah. it against Atlanta. Uh, no, thanks. It's, no. Nope. Going to pass on that one, too. So, And then after Nola, you've got Walker Bueller and uh, Hugh Darvish locking up. And, you know, I understand there's some contrarian love for Hugh Darvish, but Bueller has been very good. He's turned it around after a rough start. He's seven and one now, believe it or not. So poor Chris Sale is two and seven. Meanwhile, Walker Bueller seven and one. He wasn't all that good to start the year either. But Bueller at home, I think, is a real easy one too. If you don't want to pay up for Odorizzi, because Odorizzi is going to be pricey. Not that Bueller is going to be cheaper, but you save a couple hundred bucks at least, most likely. I still look at Miner on this. You know, Miner's the one that keeps popping up to me, and Bieber if you could use him in there. But those are the guys where I think tonight can get it done for you in tournaments because you're going to need to go down a little bit in pitching to get involved in that Colorado game. And I think you're going to want the Colorado side of that one for sure. Yeah, I was just going to say that like as as much as Bueller is appealing in tournaments and I mean, he's the record speaks for itself because of the offense of support he's getting. I mean, he it's crazy. Sales is actually not getting the run support lately. When you think the Boston bats would, would wake up and get him some runs, these things are not working out for him. But I agree. I'd rather just go to Bieber. I like Bieber and Odorizzi, I think, are my cash game options here. And then Mike Miner in, in tournaments. I, mean, I absolutely agree with, with Aaron Nola and Syndergaard. I don't want anything to do with either of those guys. Just tough spots. Nola hasn't proven to me that he could you know, beat a team like the Braves and have success. He just has not 
he hasn't he hasn't shown it yet for me anyway. So I, he's he's a complete fade for me. So tournament arms, I, I agree. I think it's Mike Miner, and I think it's Marquez. I think I I really like Marquez, and I like the fact that people are going to be off of him. I love the upside. All right, now in terms of offense too, I know it's like a broken record, but you know what? It's it's Oakland. a good tune. <laughs> well, it's it's Oakland actually, but I, I really want to talk more about uh, the Twins tonight because okay, yeah. I think there'll be a lot of heat on that game in Colorado, but I. I don't want you to neglect the twins either. I think that twin stack could be very, very good as well. So, and, and I'll tell you what, even the Yankees against, uh, against Ronaldo Lopez, that's another one 100%. too. I was very hittable. Yeah. Cat, so right there's there. alternate ways to get offense tonight. And I think you have to be aware of that. I'm not, you know, sometimes you get into those shootouts in Colorado, <laughs> you know, I don't see it being a quite a shootout night because you got the other side of this game with Marquez. So I, I just don't see him kind of getting, lit up there so take that for what you will i think there's alternate stacks tonight on saturday to get the job done anything else for you chris uh, on the saturday slate no i mean you said you said it pretty well um i i feel this the twins have been so good to us that you know if you've been playing them in cash you've had you've had a successful couple months like i can't see how i mean it's it's worked out for both of us so i can't see how it hasn't worked out for you guys at home listening so jake odorizzi and the twins in cash and I, again, I like Oakland. I, I like the athletic bats, and I just don't feel like their prices. I don't think they're expensive enough. So, so I mean, you yeah. can afford to get them in there. Yeah. And on FanDuel, those Yankees have been in the mid threes. We're talking Torres. We're talking Hicks, Torres. Right? Yeah, Hicks, Torres and Hicks you know. have been great prices. Yep, absolutely. Yeah, and keep an eye on Sunday pitcher. Yeah, and keep an eye on Sunday too because they get the sponge on Sunday. Oh, and you know how my. I like to uh, soak up the runs there with him. You know he's gonna. You know. And if Sanchez is DH and he'll be in the lineup, so that's good. Just keep an eye out for that. So let's get at Sunday and let's talk about Father's Day. Uh, our boys are back on the mound. Your boy, John Means, mm-hmm, at home mm-hmm. against the Red Sox. And then my boy, Ariel Urado, who is sitting at a three ERA right now. who has got four straight quality starts on the road against the National League team, Cincinnati. Uh, I love Urado and Means. I can't get enough of them in this day slate. I think it's absolutely the way to go. Because you're gonna, you know, the the options aren't great. It's Archer and Alcantara. It's you know, it's Bauer who has not been good. We've pointed that out many times. I think Bauer's a huge trap on this slate too. He's been very inconsistent. Wheeler's been good, but again, you can never quite trust the Mets. Um, and then you got you know guys like Fulton Evich on this afternoon slate too, and yeah, Annabelle Sanchez. This this, this afternoon slate. slate is not good. <laughs> it's I mean, actually bad. Wanna, I mean, if you want to take Tanaka, that's fine, but I don't. I don't know. Like at this point, I'd rather go. I'd rather spend up on offense and go with guys like Means and Urano personally. That's where yeah. I'm at. Where are you that's, at? On that's the strategy. A hundred percent. I do like Trevor Bauer. He's by far the best pitcher on the slate. I mean, Hinjin Rio is in the Sunday night game and you're, you're just, you're, you're, I don't think you'll be able to have, be in many contests like that unless you're doing a showdown or, or whatever it may be. So it's, it's, it's just that. I mean, even you get down to the, you know, Jacob Junis is here, Chase Anderson, Samarja, Mike Leak. Uh, it's bad. It's Fulton Evich, who you mentioned, Anibal Sanchez. It's it's not good. It, it, Zach Wheeler's got to go up against St. Louis. Chris Archer, you know, I was doing the the Pittsburgh Pirates, the Yins Above Replacement podcast in the Athletic. I, I produced that one, and, and there's a lot of fear that Archer could just go to the bullpen. Like, this guy's got two pitches, and, he, oh, and he's terrible. getting hit. He's been getting just hammered. That Austin Meadow trade is not good. That is, oh, that is not Meadows worked out. And Glasnow and, and oh, prospect God. pitcher. Oh, yeah, it's Jeez. been it's been what that's were they that's thinking oh, about. 
I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. They've really just over the, just looking at it. I, I mean, because like right now, think about that, Chris. If you had, if you're a Pirates fan, and you had Josh Bell having the season he's had. Now, granted, June's been quiet, but he had a torrid May. But if you've got Glass now, you've got. I know Tyon got hurt. That's disappointing. But you know, Glass now, a couple of the other young pitchers coming along. Austin Meadows looking like a real stud. Oh man, like it just the air comes out of that organization on a trade like that. Yeah, really. And Shane Baz looks looks great. Who's the prospect pitcher that was right. dealt in that in that in that trade as well? And this is a team that should have moved on from Andrew McCutcheon a couple of years ago, and they just hung around and hung around, and they didn't get proper value for him. So it's yeah, they've really kind of just mismanaged their team for sure, and they're just hurting for pitchers. So that, I think that's the only reason that Archer is still even hanging around there. But yeah, nonetheless, this is a it's a shaky slate. So I I agree a hundred percent with with calls like Urado. I think Means could be a sneaky little tournament option. I mean, why not just spend up on the bats when you look at these pitching? You know, there's just not a lot that stands out. I will have some shares of Trevor Bauer. You know, I agree he could be a little bit of a trap. I understand where you're going there. But against Detroit, a high strikeout team, you know he's going to walk That's a couple. That's why in. I think it's the He may trap. give up a home run. But I, but he's going to rack up some strikeouts. He's going to end this. But even so if you go with Bauer. Seven or nine. But, Chris, even if you go with Bauer, you're still going to need some guy like Urado or me. Urado, yeah. Uh, pair him up with Urado. To get in there on DK. So, so Absolutely. Either way, you got to figure that out. And, uh, honestly, for offense, I'm going to look a little bit. I know, believe it or not, to the Phillies against Fulton Everett because he's that bad. Okay? Guys, the RA sitting at six on the year is another guy who's not looked right since he's come back at all. He's been a shadow of what he was last year. Last year was a breakout year from him. Forget it. This was not good. And I actually think the Phillies, Segura's actually been decent lately. Um, you know, everyone's waiting for like Hoskins and Harper and all these guys to get right. And I think in the second half, they actually will have a little run in them. But I think that's going to be one of the sneaky stacks of the uh, of Sunday too. That and the Yankees are those are the two places I'm looking for offense. Is there anywhere I miss that you're looking for? Um, in the one o'clock. Re- trying yeah, to stay in the, the one. Like, o- well, the Yankees are in the two o'clock, so I apologize. Yeah, that. no, no, that's 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 where I look as well. I mean, Atlanta. We don't. I don't know who's pitching for for the Phillies on Sunday, but I mean the they Braves obviously. Yeah, I mean they don't know. So I mean the Braves are the Braves are going to be an option regardless. But you're right to to want to get in on, on Phillies. Fulton average 15 home runs allowed, a career high fly ball rate. So I mean the ball's leaving the park. It could be this could be the coming out party really for Bryce Harper and Hoskins. We've yet to see both of them on the same day really. No, like it was early yeah, in the like, season, but that's just it. Click. Yeah. yeah, everything just hasn't clicked for them. And our boy Lambert is back. Not Adam Lambert, but <laughs> Lambert yeah, in Colorado. Peter. Oh, Peter. Yeah, Peter Lambert. It, and let me tell you something. There's another guy, too. Guy. This this week, we said, okay, let's see how he does in Colorado, and he did well. And yeah. I'm thinking right now, on Sunday in that 3 o'clock game on the East Coast time, I think I'm, I'm in on Lambert, too. Uh, to me, Sunday is all about those low-cost pitchers and paying up for offense. I think that's just the way it looks for me because there's just not – one, I mean, you got Ryu and Knight, but everybody else yeah. during the day, there's nobody yeah. out there that's just like, yep, that guy's a lock. Uh, Tanaka by default, but I don't love Tanaka either. You don't trust him, especially in that ballpark. He gives up home runs. So for me, I'll take my chances with offense. That's my theme on Sunday. Get all the bats you can and hope that some of these guys can go for another quality start like Urado's done four times in a row. Yeah, and, and like Urado, high ground ball rate, which is exactly what you want. We talked about that before pitching in Texas and now going to pitch in Cincinnati this weekend. And then for Lambert, same thing, a 50% ground ball rate, a 64% ground ball rate in his first start. He had nine strikeouts through seven against the Cubs and then had to face them again five days later, which is tough for a young pitcher to go ahead and do that. And he only allowed three hits in one run. Like he didn't have as many strikeouts, but he had two really solid back-to-back starts against the Cubs. So 
I actually love that call, Lambert, and he's going to be cheap. He's not even going to be thought about. Spend down on the pitching. Again, this is another guy where you can go Lambert or um, Bauer. If you, you know, Bauer, Gerardo, Bauer means, Bauer, Lambert, and away you go. Um, maybe a share of Tanaka here and there, and then you're off. And then you just attack bats. Like you get Minnesota right. against Jake Junis. Right. You, you cash in on <clears throat> Arizona, those underrated bats against Anibal Sanchez. And then you get Milwaukee against Jeff Samarja and even Mike Leak. Like, again, going back to Oakland and the value that they have on FanDuel against the highest contact pitcher in the league, Mike Leak. Yeah. All right. Let's look at the betting lines, too. What do you got your eye on this weekend? All right. So let's stick with Sunday still. Oakland and Milwaukee are two teams we're going to like. Guys, the Twins against the Royals, you're going to have to bet them by more than one run to get some value on them. But I think it's definitely worth it. Um, same thing with Houston. You're not going to get any value just picking the Astros to win by a run against the Jays. You're going to have to really hammer down, pick them by two or, or pick them by three, and you can get plus money there uh, for sure. And going over to Saturday, it's you know kind of the same two teams, but um, with Milwaukee, like Boston, with Chris Sale obviously on the mound, uh, Cleveland, Shane Bieber on the mound. That's a, the, Cleveland should be in a good spot to get pick up a couple wins with Shane Bieber on Saturday and, and Bauer on Sunday. So those are good spots, some opportunity. And you know, I would attack maybe the over in, in Cincy and, and Texas, despite Mike Miner being on the hill. I think Texas could have some success against Rourke. All right, it's time to call our shot. <clears throat> Father's Day weekend here, and uh, Ooh, we're do one for Dad. Uh, well, you know, I wanted to pick like somebody who's a senior, but I, I can't. I go looking around, I was like, nah, no, like you know, I couldn't find anybody where like a clever kind of pun or anything. Nope. So I couldn't do it. So I'm just gonna stay with something that makes sense, and I'm gonna stay with Gary Sanchez this weekend. <laughs> it's like right out of my I- mouth. <laughs> Oh, is that no way? Are you serious? I swear, it's all good. Well, it's all good. Look at that. It's a look, good call. I'm happy I mean, that you're on the same page. I mean, look at these guys. He's got Lopez. He's got Desponge. Yeah. Uh, he's got. I mean, it's it's a good ballpark. I would expect him to be in the lineup Sunday too. I'm thinking he will be. You know, at least in the DH spot because they kind of need him. They, you know, they need to keep him in that lineup until they can get the judges and Stantons back. So as much as they can possibly get that bat and keep it going. So even if he only gets the one. I think even on Saturday, he can go yard. So do you have an alternate? I'm sorry. Yes, I stole no, yours. I'm, I feel guilty. I don't now. apologize. What are you? You're the little Canadian rubbing off. I know. You. This is what happens. Here. I do a podcast with you for all the <laughs> every day, and now I've turned Canadian. It's happened. That's <laughs> yeah, all good. Happy to have you. Um, no, I, I'm happy we're on the same page, too, right? It makes me feel good about my pick since you've been crushing the home run calls. You know what? Since we talked about Hoskins, we're wait, waiting for it. Maybe a start this Saturday against Sean Newcomb, who's back inside the rotation and hasn't been great this year, or Sunday against Fultonevich. It'd be an opportunity for Reese Hoskins uh, to go yard. So let's go with him. Good. I like that. I want Reese Hoskins to get hot. I really do. Because I feel Me like too. this is a player we all like who just hasn't, I don't know, he, he just he hasn't been good and going all year. It's just... Uh expectations it's probably pretty high i remember having the debate well, with myself like bellinger or hoskins and that isn't even oh sure close to a debate oh those guys right were now. neck and neck in yeah. what like march yeah. forget it now pff, no, add that no in chance. a conversation people no laugh out of the room oh yeah you think that's sure. the conversation so look we hope everybody has a great father's day out there we want everybody to have fun relax a little bit maybe kick up on the hammock make sure you download the line star app help yourself make some lineups win some cash and you can go spend that money on some fun things, some dad stuff. And make sure you go tell some dad jokes as well, because everybody loves a dad joke, right? Come on. They're the best kind of jokes. You start wearing the uh, the all-white shoes, the sneakers, you know, the socks with the sandals. 
It's what happens, Chris. <clears throat> it's all just part of the process. Just I'm not a fan of the socks with the sandals. Not a no, fan. I've never done that. I don't know, you know. I definitely do some dad things, though, as I'm getting older, for sure. The dad no, jokes have definitely creeped in. Yeah, There's no well, doubt about that. The kids yeah. love it. Some of the attire, too. Because you, you know why? When your dad, when you get to like your 40 or whatever, you just don't care. You're like, I just don't care. Yeah, like, no, exactly. Cool? And that and that's what happens with this with the socks and the sandals. I mean, you just don't care anymore. And it's easy. No. I mean, you're wearing socks already. You want to go out the door quickly. I mean, you just slip on the sandals and it's like it is what it is. Right. But yeah, it's no, I, never I, I hope not to get there. Ever. My grandfather yeah. used to wear the black socks with the sandals. Oh, <laughs> what a look that was. He and the like socks are probably pool. up to the knees, too. Right? Oh, they were up to the knees yeah. with the sandals at the pool. And I'm going, Grandpa, that's not a good look, dude. Well, the line of the shields. You look. know what, though? He didn't care. He didn't care. Grandpa no. Benny didn't care. He didn't care what you thought or anybody else thought. You know what his favorite game was? He used to sit there and he would be smoking his Winston 100 in the living room. We'd be watching baseball together and he'd say, hey, look, there's uh, Jackie Gleason. I met him back in uh, 1947, blah, blah, blah. He's dead. <laughs> That's his favorite game. Outliving other people, especially famous people. Hey, it's James Cagney. I had a drink with Jimmy Cagney back in 1962 at blah, 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 Jack Dempsey's restaurant. He's dead. <laughs> and I'm still here smoking and he's dead. Yep. There he is. And I'm still here smoking my cigarette in the living room, having fun yeah. watching baseball. So uh, nice. we hope you have some fun, watch some baseball, enjoy a good weekend at DFS. We'll be back again Monday, as we always are here on the Line Star app. That's all. There's nothing left to do except step out of the on deck circle and into the batter's box and go yard. We'll see you next time, kids. You've been listening to the DFS On Deck Podcast, brought to you by Line Star. Hit subscribe, tell a friend, and stay tuned for the next episode from fantasy baseball experts Joe Pizapia and Chris Meaney.